Hello, everybody. Welcome to Whitley Penn Talks, a podcast series from Whitley Penn. Today, we're introducing a new series as part of that podcast called Cast Matters. We're going to be focused on providing insight to you on what CAS is, CAS Client Accounting and Advisory Services, why it might matter to you, and then where will this service offering go in the future. So we're excited about introducing the series. We think there's a lot of insight that we can bring through some guests that can talk about all different uh, areas of this practice. Today, I'm, I'm happy to introduce my friend and colleague, Irfan Asani. Welcome to the show, Irfan. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, John. Why don't you give our audience an introduction of yourself, what your role is at Whitley Penn, and and a little background. Absolutely. So um, I'm partner in charge of our cash practice here at Whitley Penn. Um, It's it's been a fun uh, journey to uh, get here, and uh, as we look ahead, uh, this exciting service line, um, having to do this day in and day out, it's it's uh, incredibly uh, it's an incredible honor to do that. Uh, a quick background on me: I've uh, you know, started my career. I'm a Texas Christian University grad, so go Frogs! Um, and with March Madness coming up too, so uh, rooting for them as well. Um, I'm, I've been I've worked at PwC before, um, then went on and started my own firm, um, and ended up merging that firm um, with Whitley Penn back in 2018. So uh, it's been a fun ride in this accounting career, and uh, it's, it's just uh, the ride continues to go on uh, here at Whitley Penn in this role uh, as partner in charge of CAS. Awesome. Very good. Well, again, thanks for coming on and doing the show. I, I, I think there's a lot to unpack here, and Look forward to going through it. So t- today our theme is what what is CAS? We've mentioned that that acronym a lot, and and some people know what it is, and some won't. Um, so we'll define what that is. We'll talk about the evolution of the service line, and then maybe a little bit about where we're going. So that's kind of the our discussion today. So um, let's start with defining CAS. You know, how, you've been in this space for a long time. So how do you define uh, CAS? CAS stands for Client Accounting and Advisory Services. Um, It's a practice that um, helps clients outsource their accounting needs across a broad spectrum of offerings. So think financial, accounting, advisory. And if you think about uh, how those offerings get enabled, uh, technology is a huge component of that. So um, it's it's outsourcing accounting, but uh, along that, it's much more... Uh, embedded around insights um, and uh, advisory and, and using technology as, as a way to get there. So I've heard, you know, people describe it as you kind of take your traditional accounting department. So you might have accounting payable clerks and AR clerks, and then you have an accounting manager and you have a controller and a CFO, and then you have the technology infrastructure around that. So is that kind of what you're talking about or is there is it is it different than that? No, you're exactly right, uh, John. So, um, you know, th- it, it, think about a traditional accounting department with needs around, um, you know, accounts payable, like you mentioned, accounts receivable. Um, you've got reporting, you've got controllership. Uh, you've got expense management um, and, you know, thinking, think all the way through business insights, uh, reporting up to the CFO level. So uh, if you take that whole design of the accounting department and you can kind of put that seat as CAS, that's essentially what that is. And then if you think about, well, how does that all get delivered in 
there's the technology that that is embedded all within all of those functions as well as to bring all of that together cohesively uh, through integrations and and uh, other ways to enable that as well so so if we're we're bringing both the services around that and the technology infrastructure to the client so that they can rely completely on a firm like ours to you know they don't have to do all of that with us, they could pick and choose uh, some of that, uh, correct? That's exactly right. And, and to take it a little further there as well is if you, you know, our, the value proposition around CAS um, is really to enable the client themselves to focus on their core competencies, which is um, really in their business, what they do well, so they're not spending their time and energies around supervising or building an accounting department out, which is really not what their what what their core strengths are. So um, the value proposition is is very clear. And when we break it down that way along all the different things that we offer as part of CAS um, in, in a partnership with the client where the client can just continue to operate that business, it becomes a win-win opportunity for uh for CAS and the client in that regard. And, and I know as you know, one of the things that's making this offering even more exciting and, and interesting for clients is the whole lack of ability to find talent, right? You know, we as a CPA firm have, have, have we dedicate our time, energy, and resources to finding talent, but it still is a challenge at times. Um, I mean, a, cl- a company that that's not their core competency, their technology company or whatever, trying to find an accountant and build a career path for them is a challenge sometimes, especially in this environment, correct? Yes, that's exactly right. And, and, if you think about um, from an accounting firm perspective that when we do offer CAS is we're taking the bet as CAS departments uh, in these accounting firms that we're going to take it upon ourselves to leverage technology, upskill our people. So each company individually does not have to do that uh, for their own needs. Then they can come to us and say, hey, here's exactly what I need. And then and then from a CAS department perspective, we're truly um, in 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 our competencies around uh, using our competencies around technology, accounting and financial insights and making sure that we could deliver that as a package. So um, absolutely. You're, you're exactly right, John. So now if we, you know, I always like to take a step back and say, okay, where have we evolved from and where are we now? And, and you've obviously been in the space for a long time and it's certainly changed a lot as technology is enabled and, and 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 those kind of things. So I just remember CAS from my early days as being, you know, you send somebody out a couple of days a week and they do some stuff and then um, and then they're gone and and maybe get some financials at the end of the month or whatever. Talk, talk about your your understanding of the journey of kind of where it used to be, but but even more important is how it's evolved to where we are today. Absolutely, and and I would say that that trend which you described. Um, it, it it still happens, although not a, in a dominant way like it used to a few years ago. You know, if I look at the space, uh, even in the last three, maybe four years, it is so it's rapidly changed so much that uh, you know your your typical offering, like you said, John, was you know somebody gets in their car, uh, you know, drives to a client site, and and the word bookkeeper was very prevalent, um, and you know that bookkeeper shows up pays the bills, cuts some checks, uh, you know, uh, reconciles the bank for the last couple of weeks and hands off, uh, a, you know, a profit and loss and a 
uh, balance sheet to the client and says, here's what I show so far. Here's my open items. I'll see you on next Tuesday. Um, and that's what really uh, the, the value perception was for that service in the market. You know, um, if you think about the last three, four, five years, the, uh, the evolution of that space has become where a client system um, is no longer this ledger system that, um, you know, a, a bookkeeper can go in and just make those entries and do what they need to do. Uh, the technologies that have gotten integrated into that space or, or are required to be integrated in that space, frankly, to produce a lot of the transactional accounting work. Um, without having to enter it uh, physically, I think that's been probably the ultimate driving force is how can we get those transactions entered as close to real time as possible, where we don't need a bookkeeper, uh, you know, quote unquote, getting coming to site and, and entering transactions for us. And then you're starting to elevate, you know, your whole accounting department to, to be more around management of the technologies and the integrations that are coming through in becoming a quality control function within an accounting department. Um, and then everybody just kind of gets upskilled through that where um, then you start to look at, well, now that we've got the transactional accounting down, how do we start to now look at analytics and, and data and build confidence around using the technology? So now you can go, let's go spend money on spend management or let's do uh, you know, automate bill pay or automate other functions. So the evolution has been, has been at an incredible speed, but it's been a necessity that's been brewing for a very long time. Absolutely. Um, you know, when, I, when I think about the needs uh, and where they've come from to go from you know, where you were from having a bookkeeper come aside to now, a lot is driven by the, the changes in the marketplace in terms of how quickly the client needs access to information so they can report out to either making internal decisions or reporting out to third parties that need information, banks, so forth and so on. And so, you know, to a certain extent, we've talked about that we're almost reaching a closeless society, a closeless process. Mm -hmm. It's a continuous closed process, I should say. Um, because I need ongoing insights on a daily, weekly basis so that I know where my cash is. I know what my metrics are and those kind of things. Is that is that what we're really seeing? Oh, yes, definitely. So if you think about in that example, we were talking about the bookkeeper driving to a client site, um, you know, everything is very retroactive, right? So um, transactions that took place the week prior, they're getting entered the week later, um, you already have data that's probably two to three weeks old by the time, uh, you know, the, the bookkeeper's gotten around to entering it. And if a business owner needs to make a decision around, uh, you know, say it's a restaurant that it, there's a trend that's happening and they, they need to, you know, close two hours early because they're just not seeing enough business. Um, and you think about the impact, the daily impact of not getting that data in a timely manner. And you can, you can, expand that across any industry is decisions need to be made uh, based on data much more quicker in society than ever before. Um, it's almost an expectation because the technology has grown so rapidly and it's gotten so good that you almost, uh, you know, don't need uh, to rely uh, so much on data entry anymore that you let the technology really do the work and, and that way you can get to business insights quicker. Yeah, I kind of liken it to, you know, before we had cell phone calls, people were with cell phones, people were okay with, uh, 
you know, kind of leaving a you know, message on the home phone and you could get back to them within, you know, a couple of days or a week or whatever. But now you have cell phones. People expect to hear from you right. uh, within a minute or two. So um, all yeah. this technology is increasing the speed of business. Um, yeah. And, so, and you think about self-service too, right? The clients are demanding, well, how do I go see this, right? Like um, I don't want an email. I don't want you know, a piece of paper, I, I just want to be able to access it on my phone or computer or browser or whatever. Um, and, and I think that's also driving a lot of that. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked a little bit about what it is. We've talked about kind of where it's been and kind of where it is right now. Now let's talk about where it's going to go um, and, and some things that my clients maybe want to pay attention to in terms of, of what, what might be coming out of the pike. Is there anything from your standpoint that you want to, you know, kind of point out from where you think this is going? Absolutely. So, you know, if you think about, you know, in the same vein around the journey that the evolution that we were talking about is it's really the word insights. It's the, it's the word insights, the words analytics, it's the word data. Um, you know, I think um, we are called upon um, as an industry, as a service line, um, to really partner with clients to help make sense of it, right? Um, like you had mentioned, like we're we're pushing more and more the boundaries of this whole continuous close process, where um, you know it's it's what's beyond that. Okay, now you closed it. Well, what's beyond that? Now I've got data. Well, what do I do with this data? How do I read through it? How do I analyze it? How do I make decisions around it? So, you know, the the. Uh, the where are we going with this is really around um, becoming more analysts uh, rather than just being executors of just closing the books, right? Um, even if you think about at an industry level, whether it's controllers or um, you know assistant controllers, they're they're also starting to get asked around. Okay, well you're closing this, but you know where do we go from here? And um, the the need for the cast teams to continue to get upskilled in that area, to continue to lead with technology and insights, um, I think is is going to be the future um, for CAS. Yeah, I always, I always think about, you know, I, I came a little bit from the investment world and I always think about, you know, there's beta, which is kind of the index and the benchmark, and then there's alpha, which is the return. I always talk about, okay, the the alpha in this is the advisory. The alpha is the insights. Um, you know, anybody can provide, you know, the beta, uh, the benchmark of process and transactions and delivering a financial statement. But where's the alpha, the true value of what firms should be providing is on the advisory side. And, mm -hmm. and I know uh, Whitley Penn and others are, are adding that, you know, service offerings to enable the office's CFO from, I like to say, entry to exit. Um, and this is certainly a big piece of that. Yes, for sure. And, um, you know, I think the speed of that, um, you know, I think about so many of our private equity clients uh, that own these portfolio companies that they're looking to, uh, you know, quickly add value and exit, right? That's the ultimate private equity model. And um, each day is is an ROI uh, factor for them, right? And, and it's like that with any business, but, you know, uh, that one comes to mind um, where decisions need to just be made very much around analytics and um, th those insights are real, you know, and, and it's not about, well, give me, you know, 30 different graphs. It's more about what are the key three, four or five things that I need to know in order to make these decisions. 
Um, and they're looking at us as, as accountants to provide that um, driving ability, right? Uh, so to speak, that we know how to navigate this, these roads that they want to drive on. So um, you're exactly right. Uh, insights, data, um, and analytics are, are the future. Absolutely. Well, Arfan, I mean, we, we could probably talk on this for hours, but um, um, we'll we'll stop there. I think mm-hmm. this has been a, a, a great conversation, and I'm sure there'll be times in the future where we can continue on some of these same topics. But uh, I want to thank you for again for coming on. Um, anything you want to, if people are interested in learning more about um, uh, what what Willie Penn and our team does in this space, how, how would they reach out to you? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, definitely just go on WhitleyPenn.com and you can uh, look up our, our our cast service page and uh, it'll walk you through all the different services we provide. But ultimately, look, it's it's a it's a service line where it begins with outsource accounting. So you may think, hey, I, I I've lost a controller or we've outgrown our accounting department or we just need help. And I'll tell you more often than not. Um, it's not just about replacing somebody that you've lost for 40 hours with another 40 hours. And uh, ultimately what you find is that um, there is a more efficient approach to that accounting department that we could take utilizing better processes, technology, and of course the people aspect of it. You need people to do some of that execution. But um, what you find is when, when, a, when you're experiencing that pain, um, we can help design that um, solution uh, with a multitude of ways rather than just to say, well, yeah, we've got somebody on the bench that we could send you, right? So I encourage you to that if you've got, you know, we, we laugh about it here uh, in our cast teams, if you've got accounting pain, call us. And, <laughs> and I feel like I need to almost say that if you've got accounting pain, call us because um, chances are that it's not just accounting. It's a process pain. It's a technology pain. It's probably business insights pain. And let's let's kind of roll up our sleeves and help design you a solution that um, ultimately will uh, be beneficial for you and what you're looking for rather than just getting another warm body to come drive up there and execute something for you. So um, our industry expertise is deep. Um, so pretty much any industry you can think of. Uh, we're, we're Texas-based, um, you know, all the uh, main cities are covered from a market perspective, but ultimately, you know, energy, real estate, family offices, not-for-profit, um, professional services, you name it. I mean, uh, whatever industry you're in, I'm, I'm sure we can definitely assist you with that. So, Awesome. Well, fantastic. Again, thanks for the conversation. I think this, this wraps up this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that uh, audience enjoyed this and you found it informative and uh, hope you'll look out for more episodes upcoming as we continue to address items uh, as far as what matters in the cast space. So thank you. And until next time, take care.